0: He's laughing at the fact that I still get nervous every time I interview Connor Bedard. I do. I don't care. Who knows? He's 16. I'm 49. I've done thousands of interviews. The kid's eyes just, pow, just pierce right through you. Oh, boy, I love watching him. <clears throat> it's the biggest reason why this jersey's up here. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi everybody, welcome to Hour 2, Man It Goes Fast, your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show, live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're live on the Game Plus television network, which in Alberta and BC is channel 924 on your cable system. And all across Canada, Rogers, Kojiko, Eastlink, Videotron, and uh, i tell you what, we've got Stanley Cup champion Colin Patterson with us, calgary flames great buffalo sabers alum the pride of rexdale ontario i gotta be honest man they call you patty right patter patty. patter whatever heater yeah you can get <laughs> there's many different names rexdale ontario tell me about that
1: is it a- it's great it's part of Etobicoke, borough okay. of Etobicoke, and uh, the west end of toronto uh, near woodbine racetrack so i have been uh, over to Woodbine a few times in my life. so.
0: But not a gambler. Not you a real went. gambler. Not a good gambler. <laughs> you went to watch the horse race. Well, we, you know,
1: we've donated some money there. Let's All say right. that.
0: I uh, love it. I love it. Woodbine, very good friends of ours. And so we got a lot of things to get into here with Colin Patterson. Not the least of which is where we're at in the stretch drive of the National Hockey League season and looking ahead to the playoffs. But there's some... Fun things too, we've been telling some old hockey stories and him winning a Stanley Cup in 1989 with these flames, but off the top of the show, I don't know if you heard it, the viewers did, they heard my clip talking about Connor Bedard and listen, patter, I've been interviewing the kid since he was 14 and ever since even then, he intimidated me. He's got this glaze, he's got something about him. Your thoughts on Colin? Connor Bedard. Well, I think he's a great player. I mean, he's going to be number one
1: overall, and there's there's a reason for it. So, you you watch those generational players, and they're special. And it, it's tough to put it all into you know a couple of words. But he, you know, you look at Connor McDavid, you look at you know Sidney Crosby. I mean, those generational guys are you know uh, Nathan McKinnon. Uh, they've got that extra you know whether it's their hockey IQ. Uh, their speed, their stick handling, their puck skills, but they can put it all together. Like, there's great players. There's great guys who are great skaters, great, you know, playmakers. Uh, There's guys who think the game well, but when you put everything together in one package, that's uh, that's a very
0: unique player, and he is that player. That's him, yeah. And, And somebody asked me this week, they said, what goes into Hockey Canada and the WHL's exceptional player exemption or status? And I said... I don't really know other than what you just talked about, but they did it when he was 14. Like, that's, they clearly know what they're doing.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what? When you look at him, he's been under the gun, under pressure his whole yes. career, right? You know, when you you look at a kid, you know, he's 14, and you go through, you know, five years or four years of of playing at a high level and then representing Canada, you know, being, have the spotlight on you, that's a lot of pressure and he's handled it extremely well.
0: Winnipeg viewers want us to talk about Jets and Flames and we will, okay? It's coming up on Wednesday. But I just want to say one more thing because a lot of people have tuned in. They know that my love for junior hockey, the Regina Pats are up shockingly two games to none on Saskatoon in this first-round series with both wins coming in Saskatoon. The Blades have made their last three games, going into yesterday, three quarters of a million dollars in ticket revenue off. And that, this is junior hockey, pattern. I know, and, and well, you look <laughs> at numbers. Well,
1: you look what the Flames did with the Hitman when Connor Bedard was coming in. Seventeen thousand two
0: twenty-two. Yeah,
1: and it was brilliant. You know, they they focus the attention on him. I mean, everybody wants to come see him. He's a he's a spectacular player. He's the marquee player of not only the Western Hockey League but of amateur hockey right now. So you want to see him. You want to see him before he turns professional. And you know, people are going to the games. You know, that's a big draw for them. It's not just another game game it it is going to see you know a marquee player because I'm sure a lot of people you know in Ontario or you know the Erie Otters when Connor McDavid was there they're going oh you know we'll see him next year we'll see him next year and you don't get a chance for that
0: yeah yeah very good point very good point and uh I enjoy listening to you talk all I'll say we covered this last hour the Pats are up two games to none people are crowing particularly Pats fans saying oh you thought we should trade him I still do, but we'll talk about that next year. Just enjoy the series, because it is not over. Now, okay, Jets, Flames, Wednesday night, let's delve into that. What's fun about this interactive nature is we will talk about what the audience wants us to talk about, and you understand. There's still a game in between for the Flames. Chicago's here Tuesday. You can't get uh, caught up in this.
1: Yeah, and that's what we were talking about before with the playoffs. You know, you get up to yeah. nothing, you can't think. Well, let's go to the next series. No, you, you know, the Flames have to focus on Chicago right now. And the teams that they're playing are, you know, other than Winnipeg and sort of Nashville, the other teams have nothing to lose. So yeah. when, you, when you're when you in that situation, you look at Anaheim last night, we talked about it, they, they got shellacked by Edmonton, but they come in, they put up a, a pretty good game, you know, and they take the Flames almost to the bitter end. And so when you're playing teams like that, you got to get on them early. You, you, you can't give them a chance to be in the game. And I think the Flames last night you know, they played to Anaheim a couple of weeks ago, took it to them pretty easily, and now you, you face Anaheim again last night, and all of a sudden you're not on them as quick as you were in Anaheim, and they get a goal and now they got two goals. Now you're behind 2-0, as we talked about. You know, Daryl makes that change in net, which I think was more for the guys to say, you guys need to step up here, and they did. And they came back, and I love the way they, they shared the scoring. You know, guys who typically aren't big scorers were scoring. You know, Lucci's goal was exceptional, and I, I'm i a big Michael Stone fan. I think he's yeah. probably you know, arguably the most underrated player in the NHL and the best value in the NHL. And I, I don't understand why another team, didn't come this summer and sign him. I go. If I'm Las Vegas, I go. Why wouldn't you want to put him with his brother and say, "Finish your career here"? You know. I mean, he's he's not. I think he's making the league minimum, which is 750 grand, which would have been spectacular back in the day. <laughs>
0: I <it> <laughs> yeah, and that's had, U.S. dollars too, man. Taking that in a second. Yeah. Well, my thing is, my second team is the Vegas Golden Knights. As you know, we're just through here and and one. Uh, I thought the Flames. Um, Got the short end of some calls. There was two goals called back that night, but I don't question too much what Kelly McCrimmon does because a month ago they didn't have any goalies, and now they got three: yeah. Logan Thompson, Jonathan Quick, and Aiden Hill. So they're going to be a tough out, Vegas in the playoffs.
1: Absolutely. Vegas. I mean, they they've built that team, and you know, he, you know, you talk about Kelly McCrimmon. And he's a great guy, and yeah, you know, his brother Brad was a fantastic guy and a competitor and a hard worker, and yeah, we miss him
0: al is watching on youtube and he's had a lot of things to say here he says colin patterson i remember him mike vernon jim poplinski tim hunter lanny mcdonald joe newindyte gary roberts theo Fleury. dang i still remember them all al mcginnis how does it feel to be part of that group it, That's got to be the greatest thing in the world. It is. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> when you're an when you're, uh, average player uh, playing on good teams, it makes you better, right? I always said, you know, hey, I, I'm an average player. Put me with two good players. I'll be decent. You know, <laughs> I'll be above average. But I say, put me with two great players. I'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough, you know, to play on a line with uh, Doug Gilmore and Joe Mullen. Uh, the Not New bad. On the cup. Yeah, and the guys on the team had a great nickname for that line too. What was it? Uh, Doug Gilmore and Joe Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that one before. Oh, I have used it, yeah, many times. But you know, <laughs> to be in that group, and I, you know, I truly thought we'd win two or three Stanley Cups. I mean, just at the time, you figure, you know, that's the way it was. Teams would go on runs, and in '86, we were in the final against Montreal. I thought we'd win, and we didn't. So you think you're going to be back in '87, '88? You don't. And you finally get back in '89, you win one. You think, oh, in '90 you're going to win, but things happen over that those years. You know, every year something changes, whether your players change or you have injuries uh you don't have the depth that you once had uh those things all impact on you know going and going further in the stanley cup and winning the stanley
0: yeah, Cup. yeah well i kind of got a sense of what kind of guy you are you could have won more or you could have won none because look yeah. at the division you were in yeah right and, i'd like to be the jets oh from
1: it, then and the, the jets had a great team and people
0: don't understand that they had an
2: youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games. And the Play Now Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to playnow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code R-P-S-H-O-W for your special offer. Playnow.com. Must be 19+. Use your game sense.
0: All right, welcome back to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, everybody. There's a live look. Another beautiful morning here in the foothills. We're talking hockey. By the way, on the way, Kate Patterson, host of Nashville Predators Broadcast. They're in Dallas tonight. Kate Patterson, you might remember her, Dad Leaf, the late, great Leaf Patterson, former Rough Riders and Argonauts receiver and CFL on TSN color commentator. From our uh, audience, uh, by the way, Colin Patterson is with us, Stanley Cup champion with the Flames. Terry Livermore says, hi. Terry in Calgary writes in. He says, hi to Colin. Wonderful guy. Uh, we did get knocked off the air last segment. I don't know why. Stephen in North Dakota is watching and said, did Rod irritate security again? And they shut off the show. Not today. But I did trip an alarm last week. I wasn't very popular, Patter, around here last week. But we're good. We're good now. And uh, regarding that Pat's Blade series, and by the way, there are seven other series going on that we should talk about, but Glenn in Medicine Hat says maybe Pat's goalie Drew Sim deserves a shout-out. It's not about the goals he's giving up. It's about the saves he's making and when he's making them. For the junior hockey fans, well, I don't have it up here right now. We'll go through what the other series are a little later on. We don't want to waste Colin Patterson's time. But I was joking about Tim Hunter walking in here, and he got into it with Dion, your head of security, who's an Oilers fan. <laughs> they don't, Dion. I
1: can't believe they'd hire them
0: here. I know, right? Yeah, there's, the screening process is not <laughs> We're that stringent. we have to check that out. Um, but that Oilers, Flames, let's be honest. Right now, it's not a debate. No. Who's better? Yeah, I mean. Or would you argue? Well, you I can't. think. can't
1: yeah it's it's tough to argue it right now, but i think I would love to see them have a rematch uh in the playoffs. I'd love to see the flames get in and obviously that, and then you know end up playing the Oilers at some point because I think they'd be better this time around. Um, you know it was disappointing to watch the way they went out last year, but uh, when you've got two of the best players in the world, I mean, Connor McDavid is just you know he's beyond good, like he's just The way he sees the game, you know, we talked about him before, but I go, you know, he's somewhat unselfish, too. And, you know, and I think he's getting more to shooting the puck and obviously scoring a lot more goals. But he just sees the game so well. His speed is incredible. Um, His shot, you know, top ranked. I mean, he just is the ultimate player right now, and I would argue the best in the world.
0: Well, I kind of feel like this town will come undone should the flames make it into the playoffs who knows and we will get to that wednesday game against winnipeg in a second but what i hear here patter a lot well we don't have a game breaker we don't have a mcdavid we don't have a dry saddle i'm like few do that can't be a reason to not
1: oh no you know and i mean you can have great players but when you play a team that plays as a team uh, you can beat those great players. Yeah. You know, but I mean, back in the day when the Oilers had, you know, Gretzky, Messier, Lowe, uh, you know, uh, you Coffee. I yeah. mean, Curry, I mean, the list went on, Anderson, and I think the most underrated guy in that was probably Grant Fuhrer. Played great, but they had a great team supporting that. You know, don't forget, they were great they were a great team. It wasn't just they had these great players. They were a great team. And Slats had the magic and John Muckler of bringing in guys to augment and help the situation. And if they lost a guy, they'd bring another guy in. And they just seemed to do that very, very well. And that's why they were a success, successful team.
0: You know, if you have questions about the other NHL teams, by all means, fire the Mattis. But I could sit here and talk flames and orders forever, and I feel like... You could too. Right? I could, yeah. Right?
1: We, we got we to throw a shout, shout out to Terry too. Terry in Calgary. Yeah. You know yeah. Terry, Terry Livermore. Moore, yeah, absolutely. How do you know him? Uh, we've been. I've known him for many, many years. He's a lawyer in town, he was retired. And, yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. He comes down, down here guy. and watches the show from time yeah, to time. pretty really yeah. good man.
0: Well, so. Do the people get? Yeah, Colorado. I get it. Okay. <laughs> have you noticed oh
1: yeah, that? I noticed we got a Colorado fan here, and we'll just yeah. we're gonna give a shout out to Colorado because I mean they got two great Calgary kids on that team. You know, Cale McCarr, who is a fantastic player, and then you also have uh, so O'Connor. Logan O'Connor. Yeah. And Logan's a great player, and Logan has found his place there. And he, you know what, you forget about the uh, the guys under the superstars because you know a guy like Logan O'Connor is a great player. And he, you know, in my mind, he is one of those things that you have to add to the mix if you want to be a champion. And, you know, obviously his dad, you know, is Miles O'Connor and a great Calgary kid
0: too as well. These names come up every day, McCarr and now O'Connor in this town. I guess Cale just won the Male Athlete of the Year in in Calgary. Wow. Well, you know, so congrats, as, as a Calgarian, mm-hmm. obviously. But I, gotta, I don't want to get away without talking about Grant Fear. and I wonder if you think people get way too hung up, fans and media, on the numbers because I talked to Grant Fear and I said, do you, how do you feel, Grant, this is not an interview, This we are at an event together, and I'd never talked to him before, I said about, people say you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame based on your goals against, and he's like, what, what, (laughs) he's like five Stanley Cup, four Stanley Cups, he goes, I don't care about my goals against average. But everybody gets hung up on that stuff.
1: Yeah, but that's the beauty of Grant Fuhrer, right? And that's why he was a great goalie. And I played with Grant in Buffalo. And, you know, but him, playing against him in Edmonton, you know, the the game might have been 7-6, but he's, you know, for them, but he's stopping that big play that's going to tie it up. And, I mean, he was just a gamer. And, you know, we used to outshoot them quite a bit, from my memory. But you know that memory is getting a little foggy now. But you know he would he would make those big saves, and he was a great goaltender. You remember back in the day, the game was a little different too. The equipment, you know, look at the goalies' equi- goalie equipment. Look at the size of the goalies. You know why couldn't we score more?
0: Yes, but I never thought we'd get back to the day where we are now of 140, 150 point seasons. I didn't think that would ever happen. And here we are. Three Oilers this year have 60 assists. I don't know if you, like, those kinds of numbers I appreciate. The last time three Oilers had 60 assists was 1986. Gretzky, Curry, Coffee orders teams putting up 80s numbers that's that's crazy I mean it is that's you know, when wild. you
1: look at the size of the goalies the the way the game is too but I mean they' you don't have the hooking and holding like you used to have It's totally you know, different game. You, you're, you don't have the you know you don't have the red line now where we had the red line and thank goodness for that back in the day because probably saved me a few minuses of the you know kretzky <laughs> to curry passes
0: yes. that were just over that red line well what's funny is um, you said that we've had everybody down here, and we have had everybody down here, except one guy, which we'll get to, and you know who that is. I know. But I asked Lanny if, you know, if he'd, if he'd have scored 500 in today's game, and he goes, we don't know. Who knows? Doesn't yeah. really, You know, it's not even worthwhile to debate. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to debate that, but
1: I go, you know, all the great players would have been great in today's game. You know, great players in today's game would be great. You would think. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean... People always ask me, how would Gretzky do? And I go, I think Gretzky would be better in today's game because you don't have the hooking and holding. You know, he was an exceptional passer. You know, he saw the game so well. And, you know, he could feed guys. As we talked about, you know, for people to understand, back in the day they had the red line, you couldn't do a two line pass. So if you passed it from below your blue line and it went over the red line and the guy was already over the red line, that was offside. You know, the guy had to be behind the red line to accept that pass, skating in. And, you know, there's a ton of calls like that. You know, you think of just the offside, you know, where we had automatic offside. It wasn't like, yeah, you could delayed offside. Yeah. It was automatic. So the game, you know, the game's a lot faster now. And and I think a guy like Gretzky, and I think of, you know, the way he saw the game, that he's. He you might know, have more points. He might have more, yeah. And I, I truly believe he would, you know. <laughs> I go, you know, wow. being able to feed, you know, the number of, of you know, our plays they have now and the way it's set up and uh, you know the three on three let alone getting to overtime I'm like holy oh, man can you imagine him three on three i couldn't no
0: you know, and i wouldn't want i would have got off imagine the ice playing against... God, i would have got off the ice quickly man <laughs> yeah well i take that minus uh chris by the way from heidelberg ontario writes in on the 902 line he's watching on game plus television right now and he says heidelberg is 10 minutes northwest of kitchener waterloo Okay, know where it is Okay, yeah. it's just about an hour west of Toronto. As, in yeah, oh, kitchen a Waterloo, a yeah. lot of German people there? Yeah, a lot of German yeah. people. Yeah. Um, Colin Patterson with us from Rexdale, Ontario. Kevin in North Dakota says, greetings and hallucinations from flaky 17 degree Minot, North Dakota. I assume you're talking Fahrenheit. He says junior hockey is similar to mother nature, predictably unpredictable cold and then hot yes for sure let me ask you this though it feels to me like the flames and now the jets and i promised you we'd get back to this started playing once their backs were up against the wall in this last 10 games yeah why does it why did it take this long uh, you know that's a great question um i was watching you
1: know you're looking at winnipeg you're watching calgary chase them and i go i don't know if winnipeg can do it and they, they rise to the occasion. Yep. You know, they, I think both teams are sort of a little bit streaky too, where they go on, you know, a five-game winning streak, then they're on a five-game losing streak, and you know, when you start doing that, and if you can hit yourself on the right, stride, well, that's pretty good. The team that you know concerns me too is uh, Nashville, because Nashville has those games in hand, but they got a really tough schedule, and every time you count them out, they seem to bounce back. And then Seattle, I don't know how Seattle's doing it, but they just managed to keep their head
0: above water. Playing as a team. Like the I see the Flames fans complain that they don't have a McDavid. Have you seen Seattle's roster? Who are these guys? Yeah,
1: they're still there.
0: But they're playing as a team. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know,
1: Calgary has a much better team than what they've Played as, and I hope that's going to come around. You know, we're, if you look at the last couple of games, their fourth line has probably been their best. Like I'm a, a you know, a Love Lucic Walker Dewar has been great. Yeah. I think he's a great young talent for the Flames. And then uh, Lewis has been, you know, he's a consummate pro. And I go, those guys have been their best line the last few games. So it's up to the other guys in the team to really step up, and and everybody on the team's got to be better. And that's all you have to do. Just wish it started a little earlier because if yeah. they miss oh. yeah i mean when when you miss when you you lose out you there's always those things and you go back and it, it doesn't happen in the last couple of weeks it's been going on all year you know they've lost a lot of overtime games you know well they got to be better in overtime you, they lost probably the one of the best overtime players in Johnny Goudreau. you know you look at the flames success over the last few years in overtime it's because of Johnny that was his game right you know overtime was his game uh, so, you have to, how do we, you know, replace that? And what do you have to do in your overtime? What's your strategy going in overtime? And I don't know those things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not
0: that involved with the team. I want to uh, throw this out again. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, or sorry, we're brand new. <laughs> it's rolled off my tongue for 971 shows. Key Auto Group today begins their sponsorship as our official poll sponsor. Who will win the first-round meeting between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning? And here is Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area. Trucks, SUVs, your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. Clark, what do we have on YouTube as a body of work? You know, Because on Twitter it was 58% Tampa. What are they saying on YouTube? Uh, So they're both saying Tampa. So I just want to update that again. Key Auto Group now bringing you our daily poll question. Key Auto Group has the largest selection of quality new and pre-owned vehicles in the Parkland area. Cars, trucks, SUVs. Your journey begins at keyautogroup.ca. Not to uh, be repetitive here, Colin Patterson, but I did ask you last hour. You said it could come down to who's the best goaltending. It always does. So does that mean we're going with Tampa? Are you... Are you, who are you voting for? Well, you know... Uh, Sorry to put Tampa. you on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: you know, I I think, it. you know, Tampa's got such a, you know, good team. They've been there before, we've talked about. But uh, their goaltending, you know, if he's hot, I mean, it's tough to beat that. I, you look at last year, you know, everybody was saying, well, Tampa's tired, Tampa's tired. And somehow they take it to game seven and they win. But, you know, it's because of the goaltending. And Toronto, as I said, there's a lot of pressure on Toronto. This will be their 10th year if they don't make it out of the first round. So, you know, you're going to get all that. But I think the thing that really can help Toronto is everybody says Toronto's going to lose. Then that, that might, you know, put them into more relaxed
0: mode. I know. It's the, well, the mental game. <laughs> game. It, is, it is, and so it comes huge. down to
1: that. You got to be, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of mental aspects in the game of hockey, and you have to be mentally tough to win.
0: Well, and uh, so, again, we're going to bring it around to that Jets-Flames game. But uh, there are so many guys that grew up in the Toronto area. Or just Ontario. Just forget <laughs> it. Ontario, period. Let's, like, uh, Dave Poulin's become a good friend of ours. Timmins, Leaf fan. Um, Biznasty, Nasty. Paul Bissonnette. Well in Ontario. Leaf fan. They all come out of the woodwork now. Jamie McCown. Wants to see the Leafs, Oilers, and the Stanley Cup. Are you one of those guys? Because you're a Toronto guy. No, no, because I didn't play for Toronto, right? Uh, you know, it makes the, a difference. Yeah, yeah, it does make a difference.
1: I mean, you play one game for Toronto, and you know, and if you played one game in the NHL and you played for Toronto, everybody in Toronto knows you. Yeah, but you can play. <laughs> you play twenty years, you know, not playing Toronto, and people in Toronto, go, I don't know who you are. Uh, so I, you know, I'm not a big. I, I want Toronto to win. And yeah. I don't want the Oilers to win. So I
0: would. that would be the worst final for me, personally. I don't know I, why Jamie McCowan would say I that. i have to talk with him. That. That's hilarious. I sensed that when I said it's not a debate who's better now, Flames or Reuters. It was like you were biting a lemon. You didn't want to admit it. I, I didn't want to admit it. But you know what?
1: Uh, right now, it looks that way. But I, as yeah. I said, I would love to see them play in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Pardon me. Swerve writes in and he says, Tampa is old and slow. I got to say this, would you not agree they and Pittsburgh are just on the precipice. Maybe Pittsburgh even more so that if if they don't go far this is it. It's right that's a fast drop off.
1: Yeah, and and that's true with any team, right? That has been at the top of the game for a long time and but doesn't mean, you know, I'm not saying uh, Tampa's going to win the Stanley Cup, but I, I do think, you know, it's going to be a real tough grind for Toronto against Tampa in that first round. You know, and anybody who faces Pittsburgh, same thing, because they've got the experience. They might not be the fastest team, but they're smart. And you know what? They're still there. They've still got those key guys that, you know, can push it to the the next level. And, you know, whether it's one series or maybe a couple of series, but I don't see either of those teams winning the Stanley Cup, you know, Pittsburgh or uh, Tampa, but I see them, you know, I wouldn't want to play them in the first yeah. round.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm smiling at what you said about Jamie McCown's prediction of orders, Lee. <laughs> That'd be the worst <laughs> thing for me. I just, <laughs> just like, why that's would he I'm going to call him as soon as I I really here. have no idea why he would say that. Yeah. Uh, Peter Mark predicted it, too. I think, honestly, it's because they feel the orders are that good. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, you know what, I think the Oilers still have to get by, and he's he's left now, Colorado, you yeah. know, eventually. And I, I think Colorado's <laughs> just starting he to just come moved in their own back a little bit. Oh, there he is, yeah. You know, Colorado is a, a really good team, and they can match speed for speed. If people are talking about, you know, speed, I go. Uh, the only problem with Colorado is, you know, is their goaltending good enough to win that and but you know people can say that about edmonton too
0: for sure well by the way so for john um in winnipeg for an hour he's been asking about the jets and flames on wednesday and trust me i get it our good friend hustler patterson from winnipeg sports talk who i think will be on here tomorrow has been saying that wednesday game jets and flames in winnipeg will be the biggest game in the franchise history of jets 2.0 since they came back from Atlanta. Yeah. So I can see why they're geeked up. But the players, again, can't be thinking. Can you explain why? I mean, I guess the Jets players can. Well, if they want, but the Flames can't. No, and, and you can't get, you know, so hyped up to think,
1: because sometimes you can, you know, waste that energy, you know, in the warm-up. You can have the best warm-up ever and you're all fired up and then, you know, you're drained for the game because you've been thinking about it too much. Uh, But it is a huge game for that franchise, for both franchises, really. Um, But as we talked about, Calgary can't be thinking about that now. Obviously, Winnipeg's preparing for them, and they're preparing. They're watching all the game film. They're, you know, studying how the Flames play on, you know, power play, penalty killing, you know, five on five, who their key guys are. You know, goaltending, they're probably going over every goal that's been scored in the last, you know, two months if they're doing their homework right. And they're going to be keyed up for that game. You know, the Flames haven't played a a ton of back-to-back games where, you know, they're going to a team that's being rested the flames have been on the beneficiary side of you know team going up to edmonton them having the game date night off and then playing that same team the next night so it'll be interesting to to
0: watch back-to-back situations for the flames i'm highly intrigued by this chat you've been here an hour and i still have a million things we'll try to get this in two minutes well two i don't want to put any pressure on you Kate, kate patterson coming up from nashville but you mentioned the mental game a couple of times and now there's mental coaches, there's all kinds of... There's shooting coaches, nutrition coaches. Bernie Nichols is on this show a lot. Yeah. And I love Bernie. And he goes, we didn't even realize what we didn't have back, back then. The yeah. So, well, how about, how, was anybody working with your mental game or did you have to figure it out on your own? Well, quick story. Yeah. Um, you know, Badger Bob thought,
1: you know, and, you know, he was really in the forefront of a lot of things. So he said, you know, we need to get uh, uh, a sports psychologist in. So, you know, back in those days, you mentioned psychologist, uh, anybody in the NHL, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, back off, you know. <laughs> of I, I don't want to be sitting on a couch talking. So uh, they decided they're going to get this guy, Hap Davis in Calgary, a sports psychologist, great guy. But he comes in and he puts up a sign up sheet. So, you know, day one, I'm looking, I go, well, nobody's on there. So I go, I'll put a name on. Uh, day two, I, I look again, no name on, and, you know put another name on, same name I put on, and then day three, I put another name on, and it's the same guy, and so day four, this Hap Davis comes in, and we're getting changed, and he goes over to Steve Bozak, and Steve's a, you know, a great guy, mm-hmm. a player on our team, a great player, and he goes, uh, Steve, is there an issue, and he goes, uh, no, what's wrong? He goes, well, you've signed up for three days in a row, and you haven't showed up. And so Bosey goes, that frickin' Patterson. I know it's in.
0: <laughs> It was me. You put a name
1: up. Yeah, yeah. I put a name. It was his name. <laughs> but, and so anyways, <laughs> sure enough, I'm the first guy who has to go in and see Hap. And, you know, it, it was actually really beneficial for me because he, you know, it puts you in the right frame of mind, you know, visualization, you know, going to a, you know, if you have a bad shift or a good shift, you know, how do you react? How do you respond? How do you prepare for a game? You know, this is before you got all your videos on, you know, Instagram and whatever else they do now, Uh, you know, so he he said, you know, let's put a video montage of you together, of, of things you do well, you know, I mean... It was a short that, one. It was a short, very short film, but you know, <laughs> but the <dump-ins> were great. <laughs> you know, the you know, yeah, for checking, you know, back then, uh, there. was no paycheck. It was flawless. In it was flawless. Yeah. yeah, but but it was good. It set you in the right frame of mind. Of course. And, and it was on VHS, and so it was all cut up. But you know, when you put a favorite song together, and you know, you're thinking of your happy place, and, you better find prepared. that. Do i got to find that? my happy place. No, no, no. The tape. Oh, the tape. I, you know what? That might be long gone. Might have gone Okay. In the uh, Persian 101. Yeah.
0: I really enjoyed this. Can we do it again soon? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Colin Patterson, Stanley Cup champion with the Flames. We're going to Nashville next. The Predators' Kate Patterson joins us ahead of Preds and Stars. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM.
2: To youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
0: Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips with a few taps you can save big on your next shopping spree from dining to clothing mysask411 has discounts for all your needs download the mysask411 app and start saving today <laughs> vrp show continues from the beautiful foothills of the rocky mountains great eagle resort and casinos where we're at Talking sports today. Man, I enjoyed that chat with Colin Patterson. And he has vowed to come back before we're done here in May at Gray Eagle. But we're switching gears now. It's just a three-game slate in the NHL tonight. The Nashville Predators are at the Dallas Stars. Kate Patterson is the host of Nashville Predators broadcasts. Uh, With the president, she joins us. It's been far too long, CFL Kate. How are you, my dear? Way
3: too long. Way too long. I'm Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, you always are. I've been seeing
0: all your, I have been seeing all your stuff. Listen, tell me how the I'm gonna jump right to it, Kate. How are these predators even still in the race? How are they doing it? They shouldn't be.
3: I know. And we're living in it down here. It's remarkable. It is absolutely unbelievable. And when you break it down in terms of the numbers, whether that's, you know, the money, the salaries missing, never mind the trade deadline. Sure. We were sellers, shipped everyone away, um, some major pieces and, and high-priced pieces. But the injuries throughout the lineup, when you think about the sheer money that's missing in terms of the contracts for the guys that are injured right now, and then the number of games played, career games played in the lineup is just absolutely absurd. And it's it's been incredibly fun because it's kind of, I mean, in a sense, it's comical, you know, everyone kind of threw in the towel and all of a sudden they started winning and it's like, oh my gosh, they might actually pull this off and it's fun. There's a, there's a life to the room and a lot of the players are younger guys, but it, you know, without, there are certainly other, other guys in the room that, that have played a lot of games, but it's like this young, fun energy and it's so cool.
0: Well, I can, I can feel it. I can sense it. And I'm kind of sitting here going, would you just go away? As the guy sitting here in Chicago, yeah. you guys have no business being in a playoff race right now. I don't think I could name five Predators. I'm not joking. But you know what, Kate? Hey. No, it's true. People want to talk. People want to talk about you. As I would wanted to get more of an update from you. And I'll get to the viewer comments. Like Gil Scott loves ah, you. Yeah. The Big Fresh. <laughs> And he said to me recently, he's like, well, you know how we talk. He's like, what's, what's Kate doing down there? What's Kate doing down there in Nashville? I said, you know what, Gil? I'll bring her on and ask. So why don't you just give us an update of the last couple of years, Kate? Uh,
3: big fresh, what's up? Miss you. Um, <laughs> last couple of years, well, you know, COVID, that's the big one. And it hit very differently. I make a bad joke that it didn't hit Florida or Tennessee. Um, and it you know in in a when i think about it big picture all the decisions i make i don't have dependents. i didn't have anyone to worry about i was just worried about my career and and obviously my health and in the health of everyone around me and everyone in the world through a very scary time but i went to edmonton in hopes of staying there and five months later the world shut down who could have predicted it and you and i spoke actually i know i was on the show you know, from the from the living room at the farm while we were still navigating and I was, you know, I would fled Edmonton back to to my family stuff in Toronto. Um, and I just didn't see the world returning in terms of, you know, me ending up back on air, back doing something I loved. And, and I stayed afloat because of Instagram. I was able to create content and and I produce videos behind the scenes and things like that. So I was able to stay afloat. But I really thought you know, Canada's a year or probably two behind the United States in opening back up. Um, So I went through, I always say I get a little triggered. Um, We signed a a Canadian kid the other day and he, we said, well, when do you think you'll be, you know, actually able to play with the team? And he said, well, you know, I'm Canadian, so we're dealing with the immigration. And I'm like, oh, no, triggered, triggered. Um, But I was able to get it done. And then this job came about with the Preds. We actually spoke for about eleven months, so it was a bit of a grind. Uh, but I was able to do some work for Vanderbilt in the meantime. I did baseball and basketball for them, and just kind of, you know, kept the faith. I wrote little notes on my fridge, you know, "You will be the Predators reporter," and just worked really hard, took all the meetings, and stayed persistent. And it was really, really challenging because I don't want to be patient. I'm the kind of person that just wants to jump in and let's go. And so I just stayed patient, and this job continues to evolve day in and day out. You know, we weren't in it. I was kind of bummed my first season here, and all of a sudden we've got some some legs, some young legs, fresh legs, and here we are. I've never watched the out-of-town scoreboard more
0: out (laughs) trust me i get it same things going on here from the viewers from craig craig smith our director of scouting you know smitty he said kate is such a lovely lady and so good at what she does Lancaster introduced me to her and her dad leaf in the hamilton press box we had a great chat colin in ottawa says can you ask kate what she misses the most about not living in canada
3: I think anyone who follows me on Instagram knows that answer. Tim Hortons. <laughs> but yeah. is there one I, in Nashville I pods. No, the nearest one. So I have a cousin who married a girl from Nashville. So my cousin lives here with their kids, which is great for me. Um, the nearest one is six hours. It's in Southern Ohio. And we talked about jokingly driving there one day just to do it. But. I drive home to Toronto enough that I don't need to do a a joke, drive to Ohio just to get get my Tim's. But I do bring the Keurig. I am a loyal Tim Hortons Keurig Pod subscriber. I have hundreds every time I drive back, and that keeps me afloat. But, you know, I think the, the biggest similarity between Canada and the South, we're made fun of up North for being so nice. But it really, and and to be honest, I've been lucky, having moved quite a bit for my career. You know, going to Regina, going to Edmonton. The one thing that's consistent in both of those places, and and Toronto as well, is is the people are so kind. I was welcomed with open arms by both of those communities, and I feel the same way about Nashville. Uh, whether it's you know season ticket holders that I meet at an event for Vanderbilt for for the Predators or my neighbors, you know, everyone is just so kind. And I think, you know, when I miss things about home, of course I miss my family and my friends and I miss, you know, things about each city I lived in. And certainly the hockey fan base in Edmonton, that was a cool thing to be a part of and, and to witness, you know, Connor and Leon playing every day. I for sure miss some of that, but the people here are so, genuinely nice, that it does make me feel like I'm at home a lot of the time.
0: Hey, uh, trust me, I get it. But I'm a Dunkin' guy and I'm in Canada enough that I get my uh. Tims, so um, that's my thing. Steven in North Dakota says there's a blizzard warning issued now for the prairies. Uh, it's time to barbecue, but there's no mosquitoes. It's funny you say, I'll tell you a little Nashville thing, Kate. <laughs> CFL Kate, as you'll always be to me. When I was looking for somewhere to land, I went to Nashville in December. It was like plus two Celsius. I'm like, nope. Need somewhere warmer than this in December. You guys do get, like in a minute or less, it gets cold there in the winter-ish, correct?
3: It does. I would say, so I've been training to be an American in terms of like understanding miles, understanding Fahrenheit. So I'm kind of losing my ability to, to compare in Celsius. But... It it does. So it snowed. I remember this vividly because a lot of people from California fled to Nashville during COVID. So I had a neighbor who was 50 something years old and she born and raised California. and had never seen snow and we got three inches. This was two winters ago. My first winter here, we got three inches and I laughed with a grain of salt because I get it. They do not have the resources to handle it. But Starbucks shut down and it was two or three inches of snow. McDonald's shut down. People were calling in sick or calling in unsafe to get to work. Anyway, this neighbor, I taught her how to make a snow angel. She'd never made a snow angel, she didn't know what that was. It was hilarious. How would you know?
0: how would you, you know? know if
3: you haven't seen snow it was <laughs> I, you know I, I think about like puppies the videos online when they see it and they're running through the snow and it's really cute but anyway yeah so when i say snow it's like one or two days that is it
0: yeah well i got some great friends there in nashville if you haven't met everybody yet um i'll uh, send you their numbers but I, I get the sense you're doing just fine kate next time we'll talk a little more actual hockey but i think we all wanted just a life update it's awesome to see that it's going great and uh enjoy the rest of the run here let's do it again soon
3: thank you thank you we got to string together some wins and we got to watch the jets and the flames lose you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i'll say good luck with that the great Kate Pedersen of the Nashville Predators joining us from Music City. We'll be right back with Overtime. If you have any questions or comments, get them out now. The final segment's coming up next, 902-518-3033. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, Apple and Spotify, and wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code R-P-S-H-O-W for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19+. Use your game sense
0: all right everybody this is it this is it Overtime for the four season sports palace your home for the ufc and the national hockey league and when i say this is it what i mean is if you've been wanting to talk to me one-on-one now is the time i know i feel like we should market it as such The last segment of hour one, the last segment of hour two, because everybody wants my thoughts on the dub playoffs. And yeah, 20 seasons, Regina Pats, 15 radio, five on television. Yeah, that's my team. I got all kinds of time for the debate on that, but I just want to caution the Pats fans. The series isn't over. People are talking like it's over and they're trash talking the blades. And I'm like, come on, have we not been around the Mulberry Bush enough to know? Until you get the fourth win, it ain't over. But we're all following it very closely. But it's not the only series either, by the way, for our friends in Winnipeg. Uh, the ice are up two games to none on the Medicine Hat Tigers. They beat them 5-2 in game two on Saturday night. I'm jumping all over the place with these series between west and east because that's what the wire service has done. Portland is up two games to none on Everett, which we called. We predicted all of these. Moose Jaw's up 2 nothing on Lethbridge. In that series, Seattle leading Kelowna four uh, two games to nothing. They beat them four one on Saturday. We predicted a sweep there. In a series we predicted would go seven, Prince George and Tri-City are tied up one one. It was a sh- bit of a shocker. David Adizinski scoring in overtime for the Calgary Hitmen Saturday night in Red Deer. That series is one one. And Kamloops leads the Vancouver Giants two games to none. So all I'm saying for you Pats fans, the series ain't over yet. I'd like to believe that you know that. Uh, What else do we have? John Ohm writes in. Where did it go? He says, great guests today. Thank you. The RP show never disappoints. Thank you, John Ohm and Winnipeg. Those were really good. Listen. You want the inside Hollywood stuff? Obviously, Kate and I have been friends for a real long time. But Colin Patterson, I just met last summer for the first time. And you have to understand, child of the 80s here, loved watching Flames, Oilers, Flames, Habs. Watched it all. So I knew of Colin Patterson. Don't take him in a playoff draft. Back then. He came up and introduced himself at a golf tournament last year, the one that we broadcast live from, the Rocky Mountain Rotary Classic. He said, call him... He goes, Rod Peterson, call him Patters. Flames alumna. You're taller than I thought. It's the first thing he said. And we immediately started following each other on Instagram, kept in touch, and now he shows up at the Great Eagle today. And that was just just a lot of fun. Ryan in Toronto, great show today. Thank you, Ryan. And I apologize to the boys flying the Millennium Falcon. Clark, Jordan, whomever's back there, Ryan. Is Rolf there? That we lost the line earlier an hour or two. I don't know what happened. Allie in Texarkana says, Another great show, Rod Squad. Hope my stars clinch tonight. Uh yeah, the uh, who can clinch? Vegas is at Minnesota. The Wild can clinch with a win, and Dallas can clinch with a home win over Nashville. Um from Ryan O'Radio, another great show. From WQEE, this is Atlanta's NHL show, the RP show. Hey, Ryan, clearly you're paying attention. Answer me this. From viewer Kirk. And Kirk, we should have got a photo last night at the Saddledome together. Can we do that next time when you come? Kirk in Calgary says, a hot take. McAfee. Sorry. McAfee. Not Pat McAfee. McCafe, McDonald's coffee, or Tim's—they use the same coffee beans that Tim's used to use. 7-Eleven also is decent. Hot take. Um, Nelson Hackawich, our VP of Sim Events, says Duncan beats Tim's. Hot take. I don't want I don't want I don't want I want I don't want to go there. Not today. Starbucks trumps all. Hot take. That's begin and end there. Yes. And then in Canada, when I want to change up from Starbucks, I go to Tim's. And in America, when I want to change up from Starbucks, I go to Dunkin'. I'll be a little bit for everybody. There's a very DuPont-like answer right there. Uh, sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays open their second last minute of play in the RP show. The Blue Jays open their second series of the season in Kansas City. Tonight is starter Jose Barrios. Takes the mound. UConn and San Diego State tip off tonight with the March Madness Men's Basketball National Championship on uh, the line. And the WWE and the company that runs UFC will combine to create a $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. Endeavor Group Holdings takes a 51% controlling interest in the new company, while existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% stake. You're right, Kevin, the medium. That is confusing. Sports update is for Landmark Cinemas. Enter to win a movie night out at Landmark Cinemas. For movie lovers, all you have to do is text MOVIES to 902-518-3033 to be entered. Winners will be picked every Friday to enjoy a movie night out this weekend. Tomorrow, Kevin Smith, Rich Sutter. It's going to be great. See you then. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)